because no one's gonna do it quite like you. There is, after all, like only one you. So go ahead, go forth, be great, and conquer the world, guys. Your creativity is only your superpower, so don't let it be your vice. You are now listening to the Conscious Creative Corner, the intersection of unapologetic lifestyle and creativity. Get ready to be inspired and dive into uncensored truths with tackling business and mental space with other transparent influencers and entrepreneurs. Let our conscious conversations normalize the chaos you may call life. Our episodes will give you the confidence you need to zone in on your creativity and manifest your innate abilities to create. Let's get consciously creative. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so sorry for the wait. Things have been pretty hectic on this side. We've been doing some major housekeeping. We split platforms and therefore there's been a bit of delay in content. Trust me, I have content rolling, but because of this little housekeeping era, uh, we had to put things on pause. But today I'm super excited simply because we have amazing people on the show for this new segment that I'm calling the creative corner and basically I have this little segment because I had an epiphany an aha moment a light bulb kind of pop up and I was really thinking about how we as people get discouraged super easy when we see others doing things that we want to do or um, when we start slacking and seeing others progress uh, because we have that comparison syndrome just innately and as people we always want to do better um, though we can be thankful but we always want to do better um, for ourselves and for others so this little segment that I'm going to start is going to have a bunch of creatives and the whole purpose is to show you that your creativity can spark new genuine content even if the content has already been out there think about how many times you know you wanted to start something and then you saw someone else do it and say hey I was gonna do that and you kind of get discouraged or even if it was like a job opportunity you kind of get discouraged this segment is just here to show you that we all come with different views perspectives and abilities to produce greatness so today I've challenged a couple of individuals to uh, I guess tell a story I have amazing black authors on today and I wanted them to tell a story in their own way I made the parameters very very simple Um, so I wanted them to take the instructions and run with it however they saw fit and the instructions were this I wanted them to take the three little pigs and tell the story, whether it's telling the story in a different way, a different tone. Their job was just simply to tell the story because they're recreating something. And that's what we do with content. We're recreating. Um, To be fair, you know, there's really nothing that's a new ideal. Things are just generated off of ideals. And that's what makes things great. I kind of talked about this in another episode, I believe, or maybe it was alive on Instagram, um, where, you know, the vacuum isn't necessarily a new ideal. It was a device that was created based off of a broom or a mop. It was just another device used to clean. But someone said, hey, there's this thing that exists and I'm going to make it better. And that's what I challenge these creatives to do today. Because they're black authors, I knew they would not have any trouble doing this. So I'm not going to take up more of your airspace. I'm ready to introduce these people. So first up is this lovely author. Um, Can you please just introduce yourself and tell people about who you are? 
Hello everyone, it's Genesis Amaris Kemp. I am an author, creative content writer, and visionary. I wrote my first book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. It will be available for purchase on May 27th via Amazon, Kindle, as well as hard copies. And I'm working with Pearly Gate Publishing Company. Awesome. Thank you for being here. So you can just go ahead and steal the show with your story. Today I will be telling you the retold of the three little pigs. Here it goes. Once upon a time there were three little pigs and the time came for them to leave home and seek their fortunes. Before they left their mother told them whatever you do do it to the best that you can because that's the way to get along in the world. So similar to our parents they tell you go to school get a degree, and graduate, and become a lasting impact in society. Same advice with these three little pigs. The first little pig built his house out of straw because it was the easiest thing to do. So he did the easiest thing without doing any research and taking a shortcut. The second little pig built his house out of sticks. He learned from the first little pig, but he used a different material. This was a little bit stronger than a straw house. The third little pig built his house out of bricks. He learned from the first two little piggies. He did his research and then he went to work. One night, the big bad wolf who dearly loved to eat fat little piggies came along and saw the first little pig in his house of straw. He said, let me in, let me in, little pig, or I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, said the little pig. But of course, the wolf did blow the house in and ate the first little pig. Tragic. The wolf then came back to the house of sticks. Let me in, let me in, little pig, or I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, said the little pig. He was a little bit more forceful, but the wolf blew that house in too and ate the second little pig. Then the wolf came to the house of bricks. Let me in, let me in, cried the wolf, or I'll huff and I'll puff till I blow your house in. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, said the pigs. Well, the wolf huffed and puffed, but he could not blow down the br- that brick house. But the wolf was a sly old wolf, and he climbed up the roof to look for a way to get inside the brick house. He looked around the perimeters. He didn't see any outlets yet. However, the little pig saw the wolf climb up on the roof and lit a roaring fire in the fireplace and place a large kettle of water. When the wolf finally found the hole in the chimney, he crawled down and cared a splash right into that kettle of water. And that was the end of his troubles with the big bad wolf. So the third little piggy, he learned from the first two little piggies. He did his research and he put up a strong fight against the big bad wolf. He said enough was enough and he was going to protect his 
own property. So he set a trap and the wolf quickly took the bait. And that wolf learned not to mess with him anymore. So when you take a stand and have confidence, no one will be able to get over on you. The next day, the little pig invited his mother over. She said, you see, it's just as I told you. The way to get along in the world is to do things as well as you can. Fortunately, for that little pig, he learned that lesson and he just lived happily ever after. So in life, it's important that you do your due diligence, you don't take shortcuts, and you learn from other people's mistakes so you aren't a victim and people don't walk all over you. In this life, we must be confident, we must know that we have skills and talent, and we must take actions, actions to protect ourselves and actions to make a long lasting impact in society. So it doesn't always matter what it looks like in the natural as long as you apply yourself and you say no is not going to be a part of your vocabulary. You say that you are capable of achieving your wildest dreams and you're willing to put in the work. Once you put in the work, you can achieve your wildest dreams. Okay, next author, I want you to just go ahead and tell us who you are, what you do, whatever you think the audience needs to know. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Ronald Brodus and I am a writer. I'm a writer turned podcaster. Um, I went to school for writing I wanted to do stories and movies and storylines and scripts like that stuff like that um which led me into podcasting and now I am writing high on a podcast and I think this is way better for me to talk and and speak and be able to express myself rather than writing writing takes a long time and I got I got kind of stuck writing so um, some of my skills would be writing, uh, making up a story, coming up with a story, um, telling a story as well. Um, my voice is w- another um, is another thing that makes me stand out. Um, creative skills. I'm a bartender, and I think I'm I'm right now writing and and bartending and podcasting are my three things I can do right now. As far as my skills and I'm, I'm perfecting it every day and getting better and getting used to the mic and talking and yeah so i'll get right into the story and please let me know what you think thank you thank you for being on the creative corner all right it's your time all right once upon a time ago not not too long ago there was an old mother pig who had three children who were all different in their own way the first little pig was very lazy he didn't want to do anything and i mean anything he didn't want to pick up a nail or anything <laughs> didn't want to do anything um with the second but the second little pig worked a little harder he's a the the middle middle-aged child so he he understands he can't do what his brother younger brother does brother does but he also can't do what his older brother does so he's a he's a little 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 bit harder he works a little bit harder but he's still lazy and the third pig 
worked hard all day. You couldn't tell the pig stop. He just like Kobe or LeBron, just zeroed in on on what they what he wants. And that's to build a house. So the first little pig built his house because he's lazy, built his house out of straw, which I don't think that would hold up, but we will see. The second little pig built his house um, out of sticks. That's a little more structure, but still lazy. Um, that could easily break, but we'll see. And the third little pig built his house out of bricks. Um, so that's a pretty good choice, but you never know. Tornadoes and, and everything could tear, these, tear this, this brick house down. She's a brick. Um, can tear this brick house down. So we will see. So they worked all day. They all got their houses built. Um, and the next day, a wolf happened to pass by. And he saw where the three little pigs lived. He saw the three houses and was just intrigued. He saw the straw house and he smelled the pig inside. He thought the pig would make a great meal and his mouth began to water. He was just excited. He's like, man, I smell a pig. I smell like pork. I'm about to go inside. Just grub. Give me some grub. So he knocked on the door and said, little pig, little pig, let me in, let me in. But the little pig saw the wolf from the inside and decided not to. So he answered back, no, no, not by the hairs on my chinny, chin, chin. Then the wolf showed his teeth and said, then I'll huff and I'll puff and I will blow your weak ass house down. <laughs> so he huffed and he puffed and he blew that weak ass house down. The straw did not hold up at all. It was just terrible, terrible. So the wolf continued. The wolf continued and and the pig got away and he went. He ran directly to the second little pig. The second little pig had the stick house. So the wolf is outside and he sees the house is built out of sticks. So he knocks on the door and says, little pigs, little pigs, let me in, let me in. But the little pig saw the wolf ears, the wolf's ears from the keyhole. So they answered back, no, no, not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. So the wolf showed his teeth and said, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, your stick house down. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. The wolf was so hungry. He was just trying to catch the pigs right now, eat them right now. He was too greedy and got neither. They both got away and ran to the third house. He almost got them, but they squeezed into the brick house with the third little pig. And this house is built with brick. Now the three little pigs are in the house scared and the wolf is outside. And they want to eat them and they know he want to eat them. So they're waiting. And the wolf hasn't eaten all day. He has a big appetite. This is, this is it. He's finally going to get his meal. So the wolf knocked on the door and said, little pig, little pig, let me in, let me in. But the little pig saw the wolf's eyes through the keyhole. So they answered back, no, no, no. Not by the hairs on my chinny, chin, chin. So the wolf showed his teeth like growling. He said, then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow this brick house down. And not so fast. Well, he huffed and he puffed and he puffed and he huffed. And he huffed and he puffed and he huffed and he puffed. And he could not blow the house down. Brick was too strong. And the pigs outsmarted the wolf. So the wolf gets, blows out of breath, blows everything he has. 
now he's out of rest so he stopped and rest but it was too much the wolf danced with rage and swore up and down he could get in the chimney and go around to the back door climb up on top of the house break in everything he can but then he gets in the chimney and just as the wolf was coming down the chimney there was a big pot of water waiting for him by the pigs the pigs had a lid on it they saw him coming down they took the lid off and scorching hot the wolf feels on his his booty cheeks so the wolf falls in the water gets burned and then the pigs have him for dinner and that's the story of the three little pigs thank you for listening and i hope you enjoy have a great day thank you all right and next up we have you can introduce yourself i don't have to tell them go ahead hello everyone this is katyra poland i am the ceo of love for words which is an editing boutique for writers and authors i am also the creator and executive producer of editor knows best a podcast that's for writers and authors and today i will be telling the story of three little pigs Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be here. And let's listen to how you've spun this time. So one morning, the three pigs woke up ready for fun, or shall we say trouble. Amory asked Aiden and Aviel if they wanted to go to the landfill. They could see the excitement in his eyes. Aiden and Aviel were scared, but they reluctantly agreed. After all, he was their big brother. The three of them ate porridge bathed in mud, and then set out on their adventure to the squeaky clean landfill. The reason Aiden and Aviel were scared is because of the dangerous route to the landfill. They had to walk on the expressway for about 20 minutes. Amory, being the eldest and most experienced, was not concerned. He assured his little sister and brother they would be fine. As they walked along the grass of the expressway, Aiden stared straight ahead to avoid looking at the cars. AVL made herself dizzy watching the cars drive by. Amory led the pack, offering words of encouragement on their landfill. We'll be there soon, guys. Don't worry. We'll be there soon. And when we get there, we're going to feast. It'll all be worth it. They finally arrived, and what a sight for sore eyes. There was garbage everywhere. They squealed with delight. They took off running towards the large piles of garbage. Amory had a... Thing for t-shirts. Aiden and Aviel loved shoes. They were enjoying themselves. They were having a blast, squealing, and having the times of their lives. But as they stuffed their mouths, they heard beeping. What is that? squealed Aviel. I don't know, said Aiden. Amory, unfazed, continued eating. Seeing Amory so calm settled their nerves, so Aiden and Aviel resumed feasting. A few seconds later, the three pigs were in the air. They were terrified. Suddenly, it dawned on Amory that they were in a dump truck. The beeping stopped, but the three little pigs were nowhere to be found. Amory, Aiden, and Aviel haven't been seen since. So much for a trip to the landfill. Lesson, eat what you have at home. Thank you again for listening. My name is Katyra Poland. You can visit my website, www.polandllc, to take a look at some of my books and also clients that I've worked with as an editor. Feel free to reach out to me if you have questions about services. Thank you again and be safe and be well. And lastly, we have this great author, 
Let's take a listen to who she is. Hello, everyone. I am Brittany Dior, and I am excited to be here telling this story to you. I am an author of three books, Pieces of My Heart, A Devotional for Singles, and Free to Have. And I'm excited that my fourth book, Freedom, is coming out later this year. Freedom is a second book to the Free to Have story. Be on the lookout for that book to come. Amazing, amazing. All right, and now it's time to tell the audience just how you decided to spin this story. The story that I will read to you is a retelling of the three little pigs. It's my own version. Once upon a time, there was a sweet mama pig who had three even sweeter baby piglets. They were all different. One was black, one was brown, and one was black with red spots. Growing up, the black and red one was always laughed at by his brother black and his sister brown. They loved their brother, who they lovingly called red, but they also loved laughing at him because he looked so different. Their mother did not approve because she knew this made him feel bad. She wanted her piglets to get along. She always told them, Remember, it's you three against the world. One day I'll be gone and then it'll really be you three against the world. But the piggies continued all the way up until their grown-up age, to their mother's dismay. When it was time for the pigs to go to college, Brown and Black decided to attend school nearby so they could be close to their mother. Red, however, picked a school two states away so he could be far from his brother and sister. His mother was sad because she knew she would see him less, but she understood he needed to be free. Years went by and her sweet piglets grew up to be very fine pigs. Brown eventually met a nice man pig and started a family. She built a house on the street behind her mother's. She had always loved straw houses and thought it was best to build her house out of straw too. Their brother Black did the same thing. However, he preferred to live alone and visit his sister and mother whenever he wanted company. His mother's house was made of sticks and since he had fond memories there, he decided to build his house out of sticks too right next to his sisters. By this time, their brother Red moved back home and needed to buy a house too. He was a busy pig and not interested in building anything, so he looked and he looked until he found the perfect house, a nice big brick house. He wanted to buy it immediately because he was not interested in building anything. However, the house was too close to his siblings, even though it was a mile down the road. He talked to his mother about his problem and she told him what she always said. It's you three against the world. You'll always have each other. You'll have to find a way to forgive them. One day they'll need you and you'll need them. I'll never need them, Red told his mother. But I'll buy the house so I can be a little closer to you. Whatever you say, said Mama Pig. It'll be nice to have you home. Red still did not talk to his sister Brown or his brother Black. He walked right past their house and down to his own. One day, 
a big black wolf stumbled upon their street. He was greedy and looking for food. He stood in front of Brown's straw house and smelled her inside. He was excited. He knocked on the door. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Brown looked out the window and saw that it was a big black wolf. She was happy her family was at their grandmother's house just in case the wolf got in. No way! Not by the hairs of my chinny chin chin! So go away! I will not go away, said the wolf. This house is no match for me. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. So he huffed and he puffed and nothing happened. Wolf was shocked and so was Brown. So Wolf set the house on fire and Brown fled to her brother's house. Wolf just followed her there. He knocked on Black's door. Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. Black looked out the window and saw that it was a big black wolf. That's the wolf I told you about, said Brown. I know, I know, shh, he told his sister. She was making way too much noise. You're not getting in here, not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. So go away. I will not go away, said the wolf. This house is also no match for me. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll, well, I'll bring your house down too. So he lit the match and set Black's house on fire too. The pigs fled. They haven't spoken to their brother Red in years, but he was their only source of hope. His house seemed so far, but they ran anyway. The wolf was greedy, but he was not hungry because he ate before he stumbled on their street. His greediness caused him to walk slow so the pigs were able to make it to their brother's house. Brother, brother, let us in, we need you, cried Brown. We are sorry for the hurt we have caused, Black added. Red opened the door. He wanted to yell at them and tell them all about the pain they caused him and how miserable he was and how much he didn't like them. But he saw the wolf approaching and he pulled his siblings in. The wolf knocked on the door. Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. Not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin, Red said. So go away. Okay. Then I'll set your house on fire, too, said the wolf. Try it, Red responded. The wolf was mad because he knew he could not set the house on fire. So he decided he would climb in through the chimney. What he did not know was that Red was boiling water in the fireplace for his soup that he was making later. The wolf climbed up and fell into the chimney and plop! right down into the boiling hot water. You saved us, said Brown. We are forever indebted to you. You do not owe me. When I saw the wolf, I remembered my love for you. Yes, I have been hurt by your laughter, but you are my family and it's us against the world. Even when we don't see eye to eye, the wolf, well, he was the world that we were against, but he brought us back together. The pig siblings agreed to get along and stop calling red names. They were lucky to have a brother who looked so different. And they were also lucky to be reunited. Three little pigs, them against the world. The end.
Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, I really hope you liked this segment. This was so fun to do. I loved hearing all the different variations. Some of them had me really crying. Oh my gosh. But this is just to show you that out of so much content in the world, things can be recreated and adjusted to your own liking. So don't be discouraged. Do not give up on that dream because no one's going to do it quite like you. There is, after all, like only one you. So go ahead, go forth, be great and conquer the world, guys. Your creativity is only your superpower. So don't let it be your vice. Hey creatives, thanks for listening to the Conscious Creative Corner. If you like the show, be sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or the listening platform of your choice. It helps other creatives find ways to listen to our uncensored truth. Be sure to check me out on Instagram to let me know how you enjoy the show with a screenshot of you listening. You can tag us at NearlySia, or if you visit the cccorner.com, you can leave us a review there. And if you're a struggling creative or you just need some help with your creativity, check out the show notes. There will be a free guide there for you and there are tips there for creating content or for you to really dive into your creative zone. Don't let this episode stop you though. Please share this episode with a friend or you can visit our Patreon page for cool bonuses and you can join our creative community in there. There will be some tutorials and ways that you can unleash your creativity. I'll talk to you in the next episode.